Welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to the Flip a Coin podcast. I know I've been gone for the past couple of months, maybe like like five weeks. I haven't recorded a podcast. The last podcast was in the beginning of April, um, but neither here or there. Um, I'm back, and um, some updates for myself. Um, just so you guys know, um, this will be one of my. I don't want to say my last Flip a Coin podcast. However, this is going to be. Not the end of it, because uh, I'm gonna be uh, uh, enhancing my uh, my brand and my role. Um, but um, this is um, an end to a start, you know, that I did for myself and that allowed me to build up some type of audience and some type of platform. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in um, when I did post. Um, on a consistent basis, and just in general, um, I, I, pre- I appreciate the support and the love I've been getting from everybody uh, from my podcast. But um, <clears throat> I'll be announcing a couple of stuff on my Instagram page, um, and then um, I'll be announcing a new Instagram uh, page for uh, what I'm going to be uh, doing next. So uh, look out for that uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I'm working on something uh, that I believe will uh, be, be great and get people voices um that um have been uh, forgotten you know um so um with that being said i won't go into much details about it um i just want to uh, let everybody know that um i'll be um being uh not the in the football coin podcast however this is just a end of this section of 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 my podcast uh uh so this is the start start of my career you know i'm not, i'm not going to end you know my my podcasting as a whole um however um i'm going to be focusing on something else um, that will, um, enhance my media brand and that will, um, do some big things. Um, I, I believe, um, so I got full faith in it and I'm going to pursue it a hundred percent. Um, you know, maybe this podcast, I pursued it 90%. <laughs> um, but this next thing I'm going to be launching in the next couple of weeks, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, uh, uh pursuing a hundred percent. So, um, I hope I can continue to get you guys support and your love and your, uh, your appreciation, uh, cause, Believe me, it is appreciated. But with that being said, I mean, you know, what would a flip a coin podcast episode be without a Kyrie hate rant? You know, one what one last Kyrie Irving rant, you know, um as I go on and uh, just uh, talk about who, you know, Kyrie Irving is on the basketball court uh, versus who he is off the court. You know, I, I I'm going to use him. As a token, not token. I'm sorry, that's the wrong word to use. I'm gonna use him as a, as a means to go over what I want to talk about today, and that's just, I mean, mental health, right? That's that's one thing I want to talk about. Focus on um, fans. Another thing I want to talk about, um, and then also um, expectations from athletes. So those are three things I wanna I wanna pinpoint on, and they've just been on my mind this weekend. I wasn't gonna do this. Um, I, I was just gonna go straight to. Um, announcing my uh, my next adventure or my next venture um, in a couple weeks, um, but um, I just over the you know with the Naomi Osaka story and the Kyrie Irving with the fans, the fan getting charged with assault with a battery with a deadly weapon. I mean things like that just are are, are happening to these athletes, and you 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 would you would think they're in Palestine or you would think they're in like you know, Israel, you know, doing, you know, going through war, terror, you know, there's, listen, man, I don't appreciate fans 
thinking that they have the ability to do whatever they want because they don't, especially Boston. Boston has been known to be historically racist to their black players. I'm sorry, two black, two black opponents on the, I'm sorry, two black players on the opposing team. <clears throat> but I don't, I don't see how Kyrie Irving, I mean, okay, let's take this instance from uh, the uh, Boston Celtic guy. This guy got charged with a assault with a deadly force, or with a deadly weapon. A water bottle is not a deadly weapon. I've never heard of a water bottle killing somebody. Never. When it comes to uh, using it as uh, as uh, attacking somebody, and I can't believe we're actually having this as a topic of discussion. But this is something that I couldn't stay silent on at all, and I'm and I'm not gonna stay silent on it. Listen, you can say whatever you want about fans. You know, fans respecting athletes. You know, athletes respecting fans. You know, things like that. You know, and, and I agree with KD. You know, you go to the games. You know, just watch the game. You know, you don't have to interact with the players at all. Things like that. Although when I'm at, like, I went to a baseball game yesterday, or not yesterday, but last week with the, with a friend. Um, it was the A's and the Mariners game. The A's lost. I was interacting with the uh, outfielders. I mean, he wasn't listening to me, but I was screaming, "You suck! You suck! Drop the ball!" He had an error, and and the whole the whole crowd yelled at him. There was a guy up in the stands yelling out people's batting averages who were batting below 100. So, I mean, I mean, like things like that are going to happen at, at sporting events. And I think Kevin Durant wasn't talking about that. He was talking about more of the um, more of the uh, fans uh, just doing the physicalness with the throwing water bottles and the popcorn and all that stuff. But here, all because you throw a water bottle at somebody. And, and, and I've seen it happen before. I've even got thrown water bottles at when I was a basketball player. Um, you know, in, 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 in high school, you go to these, you go to these rivalry games or not, well, not water bottle, but throwing stuff at, right? You go to these, you go to these rivalry games, you're in an intense environment, things get hostile, things get riled, people get upset and they start doing things that they normally don't do or they wouldn't do in front of your face. So does it make it right? No, does it make it wrong? Of course it, it's for sure wrong. But at the end of the day, these, these athletes put themselves on display, Right. And they're getting paid handsomely for it. It doesn't mean that they deserve to be treated wrongly, but they're getting paid handsomely for it, right? And they put themselves on display, and they do all these things. They say all these things out in the media, and they believe that they don't have to face any type of, you know, um, what's the word? Not con- I don't want to use the word consequences because it's definitely not consequences, but roadblocks from people that... <laughs> Are on the opposite end. Like you don't think that fans, you don't think that there are some Boston fans that felt that Kyrie Irving um, like left them. Like fans, as much as people don't, you know, people say, "Oh, it's just a sport or just basketball." Like it's 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 not to a lot of people. Like like and and we've come to a point where we're at in society where people don't have passion for what they're doing anymore, for their work, for who they love, for their relationships. For their um, for their job, for their you know, for 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 anything, you know, and 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 you can even use fandom as a, as a part of that. People don't have passion in that stuff, right? So when when it is seen upon as people having passion for things, right, it's seen as people being crazy or things like that. So listen, man, I, I'm not I, I'm not gonna hit, sit here and try to defend any of the people for being. Like stupid, it's like stupid fan. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna be that guy who defends a stupid fan. I'm. I'm just not. Like that's just stupid. But what I will say is the the 
here's the thing. The lack of passion that people have in what they do and who they root for, things like that, has just been, has just gone down the pipe. It, it just has. And, and it starts from the players, right? It starts from the players, right? It starts from the basketball players first, right? They're soft. They're, they're, they don't know, like, how to interact with people, right? They just think that, they think that they're kings. They think that everyone, everyone deserves to, to like worship them like that's 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 outside looking in that's how i feel basketball players think that think that think of themselves right you look you look you look at football players all the time you see football players interacting with the fans in the in, in the crowd all the time you know you see e- even baseball players you see it all the time people fans interacting right i mean you you get your you, you get your snippets of of russell westbrook giving up giving his shoes to a fan you get your snippets of lebron giving his shoes to a fan but i mean as far as interacting with the fans most of the time players are nba players are 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 are, are uh, interacting with fans it's 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 if fans in the arena i'm talking about at the game it's always as of a as a, as, a, as, a, as a negative right i mean the only time we see players who really like like interact with the fans. I mean, I can't really think of any on top of my head other than other than LeBron and that Westbrook players doing that. But I mean other than that, I mean these players think that they're most of the players think that they're above, you know, the uh the uh the the, the middle class or the just the people in the stands, the 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 spectators. They think that they're above them. So I mean when you have these incidents occur, right? At first, you, you saw Kyrie. Kyrie wasn't even wasn't even phased by it. But then Tyler Johnson, he was like, "Hey, this guy just threw this water ball out of this, right?" Like you seen that Kyrie Irving wasn't even phased by it though. Cause I don't think Kyrie Irving seen that the water bottle was directed at him. I don't think that that happened. I think Tyler Johnson seen it and he was like, "Hey, he just threw this water bottle at you, dude." So at the end of the day, I think that's what happened. I don't think that um um I don't think that. Kyrie saw it, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter who saw it, who who did what, whatever the fact the fan did it, right? And 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 it just like I saw a video of Marcus Park Peters circling around there. Marco Marcus Peters, if you guys don't know, he's from the Bay Area, he's from Oakland, and he's an NFL cornerback. He starts for the Rams, and there's a video of him interacting with the with with the fan. The fan says something to him. He goes up to the fan. He's like, "Hey, what'd you say? What'd you say?" He's like, yeah, that's why I thought you didn't say anything. Like, you're not going to say it to your face. And I get that. Most fans aren't like that. You go up to them, you step up to them, they're not going to say it. 99% of the people ain't going to say it to your face, but they'll say it. That's just life in general. Like, you, you, like we, could, we, could, we could talk about Kyrie Irving again. Kyrie Irving wasn't going out publicly saying that he wanted to team up with KD. No, he was sneaking up behind closed doors going up to KD talking about, hey, let's team up together. Because he ain't going to say it out publicly about it, you know? So, I mean, you know, these fans, I mean, these NBA players act like these fans are scared of them or things like that. But, I mean, the same could go be, the same could be said with, with, with situations that occur in the, in the, in the association. So, at the end of the day, man, I just feel like, like fans, I mean, most of, I mean, you, 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 you got Boston and Philly, the, 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 the two most hostile fan environments that there are, like, like Philly, you go to any Philly game, don't matter if you're playing the, the Phillies, the the Eagles, the Flyers, the the Sixers, those fans are rowdy. Those fans are nasty. And everybody knows that who plays who plays against those teams. So they know going into that game that hey, these fans are rowdy. Um but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, these things aren't going to harm these players. Okay, it's is it disrespectful? Yes. 
But is it going to harm the players? No. Like, throwing a water bottle at somebody, throwing popcorn on somebody. Like, these things are disrespectful. Don't get me wrong. They And they probably would not do it on the... They wouldn't do it on the streets. But are they going to harm these players? Is, is, is me pouring popcorn on you going to harm you? Is me throwing a water bottle at you going to harm you? Right? So, it's just to the point where... I mean, we just got to... I think the NBA as a whole has to come to a point where they're not having it. They're not. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough situation. Me personally, I just don't feel like every situation should be tagged tailed. Like the water bottle incident. Like he threw a water bottle at you. Like yeah, it's it's stupid to do that. But is it is it to a point where you're charging this guy with a assault with a deadly weapon? That's a felony. Does he deserve a felony for getting for throwing a water bottle at somebody? A water bottle. Come on, like, like if I throw a water bottle at somebody, I didn't know I could get faced with a felony. I, I'm not gonna throw any bottles at anybody now, you know. Not even a, you know, just it's just the NBA soft now. Like it just really is. Like it just really is. Like I got, I remember watching the Palace and thinking to myself, like, like, like the Palace fight, the, the Pacers and the Pistons. I was watching that game live, and that was one of the worst things that you could see in an NBA game. The worst thing you could see in an NBA game. You don't want to see that. You don't want to, even as a fan, and even someone from my position, you don't want to see that. Right? So, I mean, these athletes have responsibilities, right, to to be the bigger person, right, to ignore the hate for the most part. But it's hard for them to ignore the hate sometimes. I, I understand that. But at the end of the day, you guys are getting paid handsomely. So you guys got to, I mean, I'm not saying you got to deal with it, but there are some times where instances occur. Like, listen, I work, I work, I work in retail for a long time. I, I was a manager for a cellular company, and I was, I've been called the N word out loud. I've been called the, I've been called a B word. I've been like people, like I've been like people have like thrown up in front of me. You know, things like this occur to me just as a regular civilian. And I'm just not about to punch him. Like, I'm just not. Like, like Russell Westbrook, he said, oh, he wouldn't do that to me in the street. What you, like, like, at the end of the day, what are you going to do if he throws popcorn at you in the middle of the street? You're going to fight the dude for throwing popcorn at you in front of your kids, in front of your wife? Like, like come on. You, 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 you're not going to do that. Like, we all know you, Westbrook. You may, you, you may have that persona of you, like, you know, on the court where you're, uh, you know, you go 100%, 120%. But at the end of the day... Your job on the line, you're not about to attack somebody. And you're not going to ruin, you're not going to risk every, losing everything just to, you know, you know, break someone's nose. Like, you're just not going to do that. If you if you are going to do that, you have no self-control. Zero self-control. And I get it. These these guys are, are being faced with, you know, um, you know, water bottles and all this stuff, popcorn being thrown at them, disrespect. I get it. I really do. Because trust me, I've been in those situations before. Maybe not maybe not anything physically, but verbally, it hurts just as much, right? When someone calls you an N-word, you know, and you're a black person, that hurts, you know? And you're and you're at your store, right? At your job, right? Like, what's because at his job? I wasn't I wasn't trying to rush the dude. I wasn't having anyone hold me back. Because why? I have self-control. I, you know, I, I, was, I was raised to have self-control, you know? So... You know, at the end of the day, like we have these choices in our heads that we have to choose, right? We have a we have a 
um, a multiple choice answers to every single scenario that we get caught ourselves or we get caught in caught into um, in life and whether we're at work, whether we're at home. Right. And at the end of the day, we got to choose which one we're going to cross or which which answer we're going to we're going to take. So me personally, I mean, I wouldn't have done anything. I mean, throw popcorn at me all you want. I don't give a damn. Uh, I, I, I got I got a vino shampoo, no sulfate at home and I got the conditioner to match with it. So I'm not tripping over that um, at all. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I'm, and at the end of the day, the fan. The fan got what he got, you know. He he got what he deserved. He he, he ain't he ain't gonna go back to Philly for a while. So, with that being said, let's 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 move on to another another thing I wanted to say, and that just uh, kind of goes kind of trickles down to what I've, I've been saying right here with the uh, Naomi uh, Osaka situation, with her being um, um, withdrawing herself from the French Open, which is one of the biggest uh, tournaments um, that there are um, in the. Uh, tennis uh sport listen she got she, she got she came out last week and said that she wasn't going to speak publicly uh at the press conference that, that, that they'll have at the french open uh french open started i think it starts today or tomorrow or this week um and uh she came out blah 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 blah, blah and french open came out they're like hey like you're you're, you're not gonna talk all right we're gonna find you fifteen thousand dollars so they find her fifteen thousand dollars and then they said, if she's going to, you know, do it again, they'll find her again. And I, at the end of the day, she goes off and says, hey, I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to play in the, in the open. I'm, I'm withdrawing myself. And then she uh, talks about her mental health and how, how important it is. Um, but listen, at, at, listen, I get that these that, that these players are that these athletes have a have a platform, a big platform, a huge platform that there is uh, to take. They have a huge responsibility, you know. But your job is your job. Like, you know, I wish I could take a break from my job, right? I wish I was, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, I'm not, I'm not using me as an example, but there's a lot of other people who wish that they could take their job from a, take their break from a lot of stuff. A lot of people going through mental health um, issues, right? And, I, and I'm not downplaying mental health. I'll get to mental health in a second. But what I just want to say is to, if, um, you know, like Naomi Osaka, for example, like she, she's gone through a lot, I guess, as a, as a, as a black, you know, black Asian tennis player. Um, so I get where she could, could, could be coming from just because she's, she's faced with a lot of, uh, places, challenges where she's the only, you know, black person in the room or she's the only black tennis player. Um, that's, that's, that's at this point where she's at, you know, other than obviously Serena Williams. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you signed up for that, and 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 I don't mean to say that disrespectfully because I uh, I respect everything that Naomi Osaka does. She's she's a superstar. I love watching her play. She's literally one of the only women tennis players who I would watch play every single match. I saw her her, her uh, you know square up with Coco Golf many times. I watched those games back and forth, back and forth. I watched her when Coco beat her. I watched when she beat Coco. So you know I I, I watch tennis. You know, just because I like the sport, I respect them. You know, especially the women in the sport. They're the women's are women are a lot more, a lot more fun to watch than the men are. I'll tell you that. If you if you're ever interested in watching tennis, I would definitely recommend starting with the women and then going to the men. The the, the women play with so much passion. They play with so much um, um, strategy. The they just play with a lot more energy. Um, but back to my back back to my point. 
Um, when you when you sign up for a role, you have to be faced with the challenges that that occurs, and some of the challenges that occurs with this role is speaking to the media when these uh, uh, tournaments hit. Like you can't you can't go to a uh, an event right where you're getting recognized or where you're you know playing right and not talk to the media. I get it. Her mental health is important to her, but at the end of the day, if you don't want to make it about yourself. And just pull yourself out of the out of the tournament. Just be like, hey, I'm gonna take a break. I haven't I haven't been feeling well since 2018. My mental health has been affected by it. Answer these questions about Black Lives Matter and how important it is to me. All this stuff, or just being like playing tennis. All this stuff is my only like way to get out. So I just want to play tennis. I get that, but you're playing tennis at an event that's sponsored by somebody else, and people that are sponsored by this are paying these media members to ask you questions. And these media members are like, hey, if the number one ranked tennis player isn't going to be answering our questions. Why are we here? I, I I got an assignment to talk to Naomi. Why isn't she answering? Oh, because of her mental health. So she thinks her mental health is bigger than the sport. That's where it comes down to. And, and, and in some cases, it is. Obviously, right? Our mental health that we have personally is bigger than the sport. It's way bigger than the sport, right? It's way bigger than anything in life because mental health determines whether or not we can live or die, right? It does. And, you know, I, I'm not lightheartedly mental health at all because I've had my own mental health, um, not struggles, but my mental health um, challenges. So um, at the end of the day, we have to understand, right, if we're putting ourselves on display at this tournament that, hey, this is what comes with it. Hey, and if we don't want to do that, hey, let's just chill out this tournament. Let's not be involved in it and let's just go to the next tournament. Right now, the French Open and tennis in general is just facing a lot of backlash, and people are talking about oh, because she's the people are being sensitive to her being one of the only black tennis players, um, tennis tennis players in a tournament, or just in general. And it's a it's a predominant you know you know white sport in America, um, you know, just everywhere across the world. But we can't use that as a crush every single time we go through something. And I get it. I'm not saying that the, I'm not saying Naomi Osaka's using it as a crush. I know she's not. I know she, she's deep down going through mental health issues. I'm talking about the public and the media perception of this situation. Like every single time an event comes up where, where, where black people don't want to talk, where black athletes don't want to talk to the media, like Kyrie Irving, making themselves bigger than the actual event, right? We always pull up. Oh, why don't why did they have to talk to the media? Because it's their job to talk about these players, to interview these players. It's their job. If I'm if if, if I'm interviewing somebody, right? And 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 if I'm okay, so let's take a. I'm trying to I'm trying to do like a real life scenario. All right. Okay. I I, I got I got one. Let's say let's say Chick Fil A. Shout out to my Chick Fil A people. All right. Let's say let's say I'm taking orders at Chick Fil A. Oh, hey, I don't want to take orders today. Why not? I just, I just I just don't feel like talking to people. That you know, this is something simple, right? But that type of you know, take, hey, well, if you aren't taking orders, no one else is trained here to take orders, right? So you're gonna mess with the flow of everything. Right? So that person that's trying to order his food at the at the draft day window can't order his food. Because this person is only is only doing it. Uh, can't, he doesn't feel like taking orders at the drive thru All right. So now everybody has to go inside to order their food, and that backs up the line. That causes traffic. That causes ruckus. Right. That causes all these issues for this company. When just one person had to talk to the media, or one person had to answer the uh, 
extra extra drive through calls, right? And I get it, next man up mentality, all that stuff. I I understand that, right? But I'm just using this as an example. And plus, I, and plus, it's Sunday, or actually it's Monday. Hmm. Might get Chick Fil A. Anyways, I digress. But um, I just use that as an example, um, as a as a way to bring this up, just to let people know that like, hey, like your choice, right, to not do something can affect other choices of doing something and vice versa, right? So, like, when Naomi Osaka chooses not to do an interview, but she's still going to put the French Open, that just causes other people to be like, hey, if she's not taking, if she's not doing interviews, why do I got to do interviews? I'll pay the 15000 That's that. That's easy. I, I ain't got to do no interviews if she just, she's not doing interviews. And then she comes out and makes herself the victim, right? And she's like, oh, they're, I, I didn't want to be a distraction. Like, when you came out and said that, what did you think was going to happen? I got really want to know. What do you think it was gonna happen? Do you think people were just gonna be like, "All right, Naomi's not gonna, not gonna play it." I mean, not gonna talk to the media. Let's just let her play. Like, like you sign a contract when you play a play in a tournament, when you play in any event, when you play for the tennis league, right? Whatever. You 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 you're doing something, and it's just like these athletes. They think they just have so much power. To the point where they can, they feel like they can do whatever they want. They don't have to follow any rules. They and when and and, and when they don't follow the rules, the public comes to their defense all the time. It's just annoying to me. It just really is. Like we put these athletes on a on on a, on a on a on a big fat platter, you know, thinking that they're the the kings of our of our of our world of our country, whatever, right? And we just put them on this big pedestal. Like it's just it just to me, like as a as a consumer, as a as a um, uh, viewer, right? it just turns me off of the sport. Like, I'm like, all right, you guys, like, obviously think you guys are too big for me to watch you guys, so why am I even watching? Like, let me let, let me just stop watching you guys. Like, let me just turn on, I don't know, uh, you know, Smurf, whatever, right? Let me just watch something else. Like, that's why I respect the NFL, because all the other players, you know, they, they, they speak out, right? I've never, you know, the only player that like that in that that's that has had a reputation of not talking to the media and has like gotten a positive delay or positive um, response from it is is Marshall Lynch. But even then, he had a negative response from the league. League was finding him every single time he did it, and he finally went to a podium and he's like, "Hey, like you don't like all right, find me. Like, like I'm just here. I'm I'm not here. I'm not gonna answer any questions. I'm just here so I won't get fined." And Naomi Osaka compared herself to him, and I was like, like, like it's not the same. Like, it's just not. Like, it's just not the same. It isn't. And the reason why it's not the same is because the reason why it's not the same is because Marshawn Lynch never explained himself of why he doesn't want to talk to the media. I think people were. I think people were intimidated to ask him. In my opinion. But he never explained himself why he did it. Naomi Osaka's explaining herself why she doesn't want to talk to the media. And I get it. She has that right as a human being to not talk to the media. But the French Open also has the right to fine her $15,000. Right? And, and like people got to understand that. And I'm not taking any type of sides here. I don't give a damn what the French Open does. Like I just watch the sport because I watch the sport and I love the sport. Like I don't give a damn at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, when your league does fine you and... You withdraw from the tournament because they're fining you, because they're following their rules. Like it's just like you're you're making yourself the victim. And in, in my opinion, like like Marshall Lynch, say what you want, they find them, 
But he never, ever, ever sat out a game because of they finding him. Because they made him, they forced him to go to the media. He just never did. If he didn't, tell me about it. Because I, I, I don't remember him doing that. Um, but yeah, man, it just the power of the of these athletes like getting put on a pedestal, defending them all the time is just it's just it's 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 annoying, man. Like it, it really is. Like like you can't say nothing about these athletes anymore. Like these like yeah, you say one bad thing about these athletes, like like me saying this type of stuff about Osaka, about Kyrie, about the fans. Like this, like 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 people may crucify me for saying this type of stuff, right? So, like, and 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 I should have the right to have this opinion about this situation. Do I respect that Osaka should have a mental health stance? Right? Yes, I do. Like, I, like, like I said before, mental health is is important to me as much as it is to anybody, and she deserves the right to um, respectfully decline talking to the media. Right, as she did, she has the right to do all this stuff, right? But the French Open has the right to fine her, right? They have the right to um, punish her for for her violating, you know, the rules that they have, right? It's, I mean, it's just engagement. Like nobody, like people want people want a name to the face, right? I mean, we have named the face with Osaka, but what about the next person up, right? That's going to be the next new person, like Coco Golf. Like I think she's going to be the next great golfer. I mean. Um, Great tennis player. What if she came out and be like, hey, I don't want to talk to the media this week? Like, that would tarnish her brand. Because people would think that she thinks she, she, she's bigger than the sport. Nobody ever is bigger than the sport. And it just, to me, these players think they're bigger than the sport. They just really do. And I think, I'm not talking about all players. I'm talking about just these select individuals that are causing themselves to get in this predicament and then speaking out on the matter. Um, but... At the end of the day, man, I mean, that, that that's just what I am, you know, at the Flip a Coin podcast. That's what we are. Um, and I, I know I started this off with a farewell, but, I mean, this is just a opportunity for me to open up an, a, another door for myself. Um, and then continue to continue to go on, the, to continue to do my, my my media route, right, with the podcast and other stuff. But um, I'm excited and uh, I'm ready to uh, get going with this new adventure. Um, for myself, I'll be announcing some big news in the next couple of weeks, probably before the, probably like in like four weeks, uh, we're in May 31st. I'm trying to get everything done before July. Um, so, um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, here, here, here it is, uh, that, that's, that, that's all I got for today. Um, and uh, I'll see you guys next time.